All right, that's weird. Oh, there it goes. Delayed. <laughs> How is everyone doing? We only have about 30 minutes with our guests, so I'm going to jump right into it. I see G-Webs out there and Gorillas and Guns and everyone else. We are brought to you by Heavenly Natural Products. This is their Heavenly C60 oil. This stuff is great. It's avocado oils. As you know, I don't like avocados, but this I do because it's healthy and I can tolerate it. So I do that. We are also brought to you by Tusk. Tusk is the gun-friendly uh, cryptocurrency. If you go to Tusk.network, uh, you can go ahead and check them out. Let them know that I sent you. They are a longtime partner. Uh, Rob McNeely, the co-founder of an awesome guy. He's on the show from time to time. But yeah. And... Look, who I'm joined by, St. Wick, John Wick himself. All right, I want to go ahead and bring on our guest. Since we are limited on time, he is an author. He wrote an awesome book that I've been reading called, I'm almost done with it, like 80% done with it. It's called uh, The DNA of Democracy. And I think it has a lot to do with what's going on now. A lot of the messages start to and like Egypt and the pharaohs and stuff like that and goes on from there. But I think a lot of the stuff can be applied to today's world. So let me go ahead and bring him on. His name is Richard Lyons. And yes, I do have the flag up now. <laughs> Thank you, John. Thank you. I, yesterday uh, I did a show and I didn't have, we switched studios, but I only had one flag. <laughs> so, <laughs> But now I have two. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad you're enjoying the book. Yeah, I really like it. Let's just jump right into the book, if you, since we're limited on time. The book is called The DNA of Democracy, and it kind of like plots democracies throughout history, starting with like the Pharaoh's time, where it goes from tyranny to democracy. W would you say that's about right? Uh, like how tyranny becomes democracy when people fight back, I guess? Yeah, there was something, there's a recurrent, uh, democracy itself is episodic in history. It's very rare. It only happens now and then and in certain places. Um, and usually the prompting of democracy, what creates democracy, is a tyranny so profound that it's not endurable. Uh, the people who live under the tyranny revolt. So in the case of Egypt, it was, of course, Moses and the the DNA of tyranny is that it, it controls everyone. The DNA of democracy began when law became superior to any individual. And that occurred, uh, of course, with Moses and the Ten Commandments. I then go to Athens and, and the democracy in, in uh, Greece. It then moves to Rome and uh, the 12 tables of the law. Uh, you always find in the DNA of democracy that there is a law, a system, a code of laws that's common law uh, that everyone agrees to and that everybody lives under rather than living under the dictates of a dictator. Yeah, I, I, I noticed that. Didn't you go into like uh, England, England and finally the United States? Right. One of the that's things right. I, one of the things I like about what you did is you write like in each different section when you go to Italy, whether it's Italy, United States, uh, England and whatnot, you have uh, like a section that's called Masterpiece, where it's like the yes. the Magna Carta, the Constitution, stuff like that. Yes. 
why did you decide to include that as masterpieces? Why do you consider those masterpieces? Um, whenever we talk of tyranny, it's in the it's in the person it's in the figure of a person, right? Mm -hmm. He he and his friends who control everything. Democracy is the opposite of that. It's based on words and based on law. And so all the masterpieces that you find in the book are either constitutions or sets of laws. And they have, there's been an evolution in that since, since the uh, birth of humanity uh, in the episodic story of democracy. Yeah. Thank you, Wrecker RC, for the super chat. All donations goes to Manise Bella, who has brain cancer. So, all the money goes to her. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I I like how you did that. Um, it, it's very interesting how you talk about. Uh, the the one thing I really liked is when you when you discussed Rome, and ah. how that came about. Yeah. He and that was. That was uh, they had a system in Rome from the time of uh, from the time of um, oh what was it from Numa and a system of of um, kingship yes and the kings were elected and so but but normally the election went to uh, the family of Tarquinus the Tarquins in Rome. And when you're a king, you, you dispense favors. When you're a king, you, you have your favorites. So power tends to centralize around the family of kings that dispense the favors. Well, the Tarquins were voted out of power and they voted in a, a man called Silvius Tullius. Well, the Tarquins didn't like that at all because Silvius Tullius wanted to diffuse power away from the monarchy. Well, the Tarquins wouldn't have it. And there was one called Tarquin Superbus and Tarquinius Superbus. And he decided he and his friends were going to grab Silvius uh, Tullius in the middle of the forum, throw him down the steps, and they beat him to death and then took the kingship from him and then started to behave like tyrants. They, they decided who they liked and who they didn't, who they didn't like, they persecuted, who they did like. Uh, they favored. And it came to a crucible when the son of the king, uh, what was his name? Hard for me to recollect. Anyway, he uh, he decided he, he was in love with the wife of a comrade of his in the army and raped her. And that's made famous by the poem of Shakespeare in uh, The Rape of Lucrece. It was an actual historical happening. And everybody was so outraged, they said, how can we endure this monarchy any longer? And so they gathered together in the center of Rome and decided to throw the monarch out. And this they did through a rebellion. And, uh, and it, another case where there was a crucible of tyranny and everybody was so outraged by the powers taken on by the tyrant that they threw them out. And there yeah, was okay. a long ensuing war uh, to claim the heritage of Rome. Yeah, and that kind of happened a little bit in uh, Greece, in Athens, right? Yes, there was a tyrant there called Isagoras. Isagoras allied himself with an army of Spartan mercenaries that had never been defeated. Yeah. And, I mean, the Spartans have their reputation for a reason. Um, and so the Isagoras, uh, you can equate it to today. 
Isagoras found that half the landed population in Athens were cursed. They were said to be cursed, a religious curse. So that gave Isagoras the right to take their property, their land, and enslave uh, some of the people. Well, after the Spartan army was installed and he started his depredations, the, the people of Athens rose up. And the Acropolis is like a large cylindrical mountain. And the people climb this mountain and it's very hard to get to the top. It's a sheer drop. But they had the courage to climb to the top and overthrow the Spartan army, defeat it, so that all the people would be enfranchised in a new constitution written. So it was like their will carried the day. Carried the day, yes. So when you think about Isagora saying, hey, you people are cursed, and I'm taking what is yours, and you shouldn't have rights and you shouldn't speak, think of it today as the deplorables. Yeah, okay. That Being is a, the deplorable. That is a good thing. Uh, Gorillas and Guns has a question that is kind of hits, hits on that, but I want to get into that in a minute. Sure. Uh, I, I want to bring up, uh, I think you talked about uh, Henry, King Henry. Yes, Henry VIII, yes. Yeah. Uh, and also, Henry VIII was bad, but there was another an, another tyrant king named John. Right. No relation to the, me. He's <laughs> in the book, England. too. You, yeah, might have noticed, book. you might have noticed, John, there's never been a King John II because yeah. he was so bad. Nobody yeah. took his name. I was about to uh, mention that, like, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it, it went like what is it? King Richard was like a really good king. Then it went to King John, and King John is the reason why they have the Magna Carta, if I'm not mistaken, right? That's right. His, so bad. his tyranny was so bad, and it and it centered around a woman, just like the rape of Lucrece. The woman in uh, in the uh, period of John, her name was Matilda, and John. It was a it was a manner of tyranny in that time that you would take hostages among the noble families. You would take their sons or daughters and hold them hostage to ensure their loyalty. And so John's uh, again mercenary army went to the castle of Matilda and demanded her sons. And she said, "I don't think so." And she had enough people to defend her in the town and in her castle to throw back uh, John's mercenaries. But then she had to take flight. She ran through. She ran all the way from Ireland, the south of Ireland through the north to the Isle of Man to Scotland, where she was captured. Upon being captured, she was captured with her son and his wife and, and their children. And they were locked in Windsor Castle. You know Windsor Castle from its long history. Yep. It, the, the monarchy is still centered there. They were thrown in a dungeon in Windsor Castle and starved to death. Now, when all the nobles heard about what King John had done to them, it again, it roiled them so, so much that they turned against him and demanded that there be laws enacted to protect, protect individuals, families, and you know their kids, their property rights, and their business rights. And so that's the foundation of the laws we have today via England. And, and they set up what they set, a system of common law now, common law is important because common law means everyone's protected commonly and everybody shares common rights. And that comes from that period. Yeah. Uh, Gorilla and Guns wants to know, he says, so it seems, so it can go from communism to democracy or do we go to democracy that will, will eventually lead to communism because it seems that's the way America, American democracy is leading. 
I'm, I'm writing a book right now, volume two. DNA of Democracy is actually volume one of a three-volume uh, three, uh, series. And this next volume goes from 1920 to today and discusses how there's been a concentration of power during that time uh, in Washington, D.C. And that's what you always have to look for and what you have to protect against is a concentration of power. Communism or socialism or fascism, I don't care what you call it, it's all tyranny. It's all one thing, it's tyranny. And it is the opposite of liberty, individual liberty. It's called collectivism. It means the government's going to tell you collectively what you should be rather than individuals doing, uh, having their own destinies. Have you ever heard of the, uh, it's called the, the Titler cycle? I'm afraid not, no. It goes from bondage to fair, spiritual faith, to courage, to liberty, to abundance, to selfishness, to complacency, to apathy, to dependence, to bondage, then back. That so sounds a, correct. Yeah. <laughs> it, it sounds correct. The, the Greeks thought that it was always cyclical. That uh, democracy, because democracy is such a fruitful form of government, where you have democracy and free trade, people get wealthy, and with their wealth they get lazy, and with and and then they accept uh, their powers being taken from them. Yeah, it, it seems kind of familiar. Yeah, it's a it's a historical cycle. It, um, correct. So, and in answer to his question, um, whether democracy leads to communism or I, I think it is historic it's an historical fact and it's a fact of the nature of government that power concentrates uh, wherever there is the most power power concentrates it's like centrifugal force so what we have today is powers being taken from individuals localities and states and being centered in one place Washington DC and the more you concentrate power, the more power there is and the more it concentrates. It's like a gathering fire. Well, how do we stop that? Uh, it would take a, uh, from the ground up state effort to regain rights in the states as opposed to allowing the federal government to dictate everything. Yeah, that, that's kind of hard to convince people to. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's well, you know, it's the idea that if California wants to fisc fiscally go off a cliff, let them go. If California wants a socialist state in California, let them go. But let Missouri be Missouri. You sound like uh, you might be a uh, whatever uh, a classical liberal. Yeah, liberals aren't liberals anymore. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's why there's a term classical liberal because basically it's vote your feet type thing. Right. <laughs> but that's yeah. true. Liberals used to be the persons who would say, you know, resembling your flag, don't tread on me. Yeah. I have my rights. Leave me alone. Now they're all for telling you what your rights are and what they're not. So that's not liberal any, anymore. It's collectivism. Yes. Yeah. It's another word for tyranny. Yeah. The government uh, will tell you collectively what you have to do. It is opposite to individualism. Do you think we have a uh, tyranny through technical means, like all the big Silicon Valley companies yeah. censoring people, uh, like a technocracy, maybe? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a part of the um, idea of totalitarianism. This goes back to Joseph Goebbels and, uh, and their monopoly of the media. 
that was from Nazi Germany. When they found out if they if they can control the narrative and be everything that everybody control what everybody saw heard, uh, they can control the population. So I think that's what the texts are are attempting now. Yeah, I I think I think that's what they are attempting. I yes. I think one of the reasons why is they have a big target on their back, and it seems to be like the Republican side of the aisle is talking about breaking them up and stuff like that. So by getting rid of the Republicans in office, that maybe they can protect their bottom line. Yeah, I I don't care what it is. I think it's uh, I think it's outrageous. Yeah. Uh, just for context, I used to work for Facebook. Um, uh-huh. I quit because I couldn't look at myself in the mirror anymore. Uh, didn't I hear, John, that they just, between Facebook and Twitter, in the last several few days, they have lost $51 billion worth of uh, market capital. Cap. Yeah. Right. $51 be- billion with a B. Yes, because people are reacting to this, you know, we'll tell you what to say, otherwise shut up. Is that? So, do you think that's the reason why they went so hard after Parler and got Parler uh, yes. basically deplatformed off the Amazon because they yes, saw they're acting, all the people? They're acting, they're acting very, very, very like the Chinese. Well, you know, uh, they they have all sorts of dealings. They actually censor posts in China for, <laughs> you know, right. So we we import everything from China, from shoes to socks to shirts. Now we're importing. Uh, Technical control, I suppose. Yeah, it's it's kind of even our vaccines are imported from China. How about that? It's just kind uh, of yeah, yeah. I know you don't have that much time. Um, you have to go at like uh, you said five thirty. Yeah, five thirty is it? Yeah. All right. That that we're in the middle me. of a remodel, and my family's at a hotel, and I got to pick them up and get them over here. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm doing a remodel myself. Oh, yeah, uh, at my house. Yeah. Um, it's 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 terrible, <laughs> but, but it'll be worth it. Okay. It'll be worth it in the end. That's right. Let's so, get to American democracy, because it seems like during the time, uh, like when America like jumped off and went, you know, broke away from the crown, it seemed like it set off a chain reaction at different parts of the world, like the French Revolution and stuff. Well, it, it didn't, it didn't. There were there was a generation at that time uh, which included uh, Montesquieu and Voltaire and Rousseau, uh, and the, and all the classic all the classics were reborn in the Renaissance. You know, so people were reading histories of Rome, histories of Greece. Uh, Plutarch was a big favorite in his uh, Lives of the Noble Romans and Greeks. So this idea of individual freedom was coming back to back to the surface in, in the world. Uh, in America, we had the benefit of uh, being able to, the persons at that time had the benefit of looking back at the English Civil War. The English Civil War uh, was actually won by persons who ended up in America because with the restoration of the monarchy, everyone who had remembered the war and the victory in the war ended up going here. And that was very much a democratic process uh, in America. In, in France, they were more uh, votives of Rousseau. And Rousseau is about collectivism. Rousseau is the godfather of socialism. And so that didn't go very well because Robespierre and other revolutionaries in the French uh, Revolution wanted to tell everybody 
what to do and what to believe. They closed all the churches and they closed any any uh, diffusion of thought or or deed. In America, it was the opposite. Everybody started their own, every little town had its own newspapers. Every congregation had a different preacher, right? Mm -hmm. The French wanted all one thing. We wanted, everybody in America wanted to do their own thing. That's the critical difference. That's the difference between tyranny and, and individuality. I, I've, I've been listening to a lot of political debates, especially from where I'm from. And it seems like there are certain people that try to twist what the uh, founding fathers actually believed in. Mm -hmm. um, for example, on uh, gun control, I'm a big gun guy. Yeah. They, they try to twist that. Um, and it doesn't seem like they've read a lot of the other writings of the founding fathers because there's tons of writings out there by the founding fathers that you can basically yes. tell exactly what they, what they, meant they're like but they're like oh it just says this it, it could actually mean this it's like no because on this document this document this document they spelled it out do you think that is intentional that people don't actually go and read the other writings or do you think it's just a lack of knowledge and ignorance i think it's both i think it's both they let their ignorance uh tell them what to tell you <laughs> you know, they're not fully versed in, in, in what democracy is about. If you have a population that's unarmed and you have a police force that's large, right, or an army that's large, you can control the population. That's the whole thing of the Second Amendment. It's each individual having the right to defend themselves. Yeah. A, a lot of the people. And it's basic. It's, it's number two. Yeah. It's number two. Kamala Harris, she submitted an amicus brief in the Heller case back in uh, 2010, where she argued that uh, the Second Amendment isn't an individual right, but it's only <laughs> a right of uh, the army, uh, uh -huh. the military. Of who? It, of the army? Yeah, of the military. And, and one of the things that I always thought was kind of funny is, it's like, so the government is saying the government can have guns only that the government make, can have guns th that doesn't make any sense <laughs> it does to her <laughs> yeah i don't i don't think it does i think that she just hates i think she's guns. using it john so, i think you're yeah. right yeah I, th I think she knows exactly what it means i think they all know exactly what they're doing they want absolute power and that's what they're going for yeah and i don't think it's just on the democrat side either i think it largely is I mean, it's largely is, largely is, but I think there are some Republicans that will go along with stuff just, you know, so they don't rock the boat. Well, I have in, in the in the second volume coming up in June. I I put it this way: the Democratic Party is the party that writes the song. They're the party that decides what key we're playing in. They decide what is the lead tone, right? And so they they play the song. Of, of where we are now today. The Republicans are all the minor chords. They play along. Yeah, why it's, is that? It's really, it's not an opposition party. Yeah, why is that? I don't know. I don't know. But half of the Republican party isn't, isn't an opposition party. They are a party that, they're a useful opposition. They say, oh, well, you know, we object to 
the Democrats will say, we want 10 things. The useful Republican will say, we disagree with three of those things. And the Democrats say, okay, we'll just do nine. You'll agree to nine things that we want to do. And that's, that's the extent of the opposition of the Republican Party. And what really scared the hell out of Democrats is that uh, Trump did not play along with that. Donald yeah. Trump did not play along. Now, uh, one of the things that I noticed with the Democratic side is they talk about compromise a lot, especially in gun issues. It's compromise. But, right. well, but it's always to their side. Yeah. What I think of compromise is, OK, well, you get a little, I get a little, you give a little, I give a little. And their idea of compromise is we'll let you keep certain amount of rights, but we'll take all these other rights from you. But it's on the way. It it's always on the way to get the, to their getting a hundred percent of what they want. Yeah, they just do if it. They, if they want five things, they ask for ten, and then accept five, and it's the five things they want. But it and they keep moving. It's it's really remarkable. And yeah. so the republic the Republicans go, ah, geez, I don't know if we like this idea. And then they say, well, you know, we'll agree to half of it. So they get all five things they want. Yeah. So we got four minutes left with you. I want to ask you one more question. Sure. And I, I want to know, uh, where do you see the country going? Uh, That's a hard it, question. It, it, well, it, it goes back to the nature of power. Power concentrates until people get fed up with it. And so we're going to see in the next four years how much, how much this uh, Democratic Party uh, attempts and how much opposition there is to it. I think the Republicans really have to form an opposition or, you know, the Democrats are gonna start seizing power in a manner that is unprecedented in America. Yeah. Your book is is linked down below in the description. Um, when is your oh, new great. book coming out and how can people get you? Just, you can tell people how they get your book. It's on Amazon. Sure. Uh, the new book will come out in June. It's called The Shadows of the Acropolis. Uh, and they are available. My books are available at richardclyons.com. There's a link there to a store. It's also at Amazon or any retail store. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people aren't using Amazon right now. <laughs> they aren't? Yeah. No, aren't. because they're one of the techs. Yeah. So, so, if that, so this is scary. If they become the only place where you can get a book and they don't want your book on, on their uh, site, you're effectively edited out of existence. Yeah, I just thought it was funny that they were talking about, you know, getting rid of Parler because how bad it was. And they had MindConf <laughs> on sale on the same day, which was kind of funny. Whatever they're accusing you of doing is what they're doing. It's like a parlor is so bad, all this hate speech, but you can get two dollars off Minecraft today. <laughs> it, 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 it was ridiculous. Funny. It yeah. was just like when somebody told me that, I was like, You gotta be kidding me. Yeah. Then I went, I was like, Oh my god, they actually have Minecraft, which I don't think I think they should sell every book, but yeah, I, I just thought it was kind of ironic that they were talking about getting rid of Parler because of the hate speech, and yet they were selling my comp. <laughs> uh, for for the, money the original, on sale. The original book burner. Yeah, on sale. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. The, <laughs> one final question. Uh, do sure. you think it's political pressure that's causing them to act the way they are? Or do you think they are acting on their own accord? Whom? Uh, the tech oh, companies. Amazon? Amazon, Facebook, Twitter. No, I think they generally agree with, with the liberal agenda. What we call the liberal agenda, as we discussed earlier, it's not liberal anymore. It's tyrannical. And uh, I don't I don't think they need to be pressured. I think it, the pressure goes both ways, in fact. Yeah, oh, it, it, it really does. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, Richard, thank you so much for coming on. Well, it was uh, great really... to join you, John. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, you got to come back when you have a little bit more time. We'll do. Absolutely. We'll when, do. I, when, when the house is done and your house is done, we'll I'll get back. All right. Hopefully my house will be done any day now. I hope. <laughs> Me too. It seems like it's never ending. <laughs> okay, John. Well, have a great evening. All right. You do the same. All right. Bye -bye. Okay, buddy. <laughs> Bye. All right, guys. That was Richard Lyons. Okay. I want to talk about uh, a couple different things here before I get off. Um, we're going to do like an like an open Thursday form where I'm going to throw out the link and anyone can join. We did this once before. Let's see how it goes. So there it is. Um, I, what I wanted to talk about is I wanted to talk about uh, what happened with guns.com. Everyone knows guns.com went down. Uh, I've been talking to the COO. I've done this for a couple days now. I didn't say anything because I wanted guns.com to get ahead of the story because it's not their fault. All right. Guns.com was down. It came back up last night. It went down Monday. Everyone thought that they were being deplatformed because Diamondback Arms went down at the same time. Diamondback Arms went down because of a technical issue. They were patching the server and they went down. Guns.com, on their other hand, went down because they were hacked. Uh, it was a uh, attack. It was a very sophisticated, malicious attack. How the person attacked them is not by attacking Guns.com. And this is one of the reasons why I wanted to point this out to you, especially you guys with websites. They attacked guns.com through a third party. Um, I'm not going to say what third party, but you know, like WordPress, for example, has a bunch of different plugins. And a lot of those plugins, if they're not up to date, can be vulnerable to attack. Also, there's something called an OAuth attack. An OAuth is where they steal a uh, token. You know, when you go to Facebook, it logs you in every single time. But you don't have to put in your password or, I guess, maybe now or whatever. Or or YouTube. Uh, that uses something called OAuth tokens. Sometimes if a site doesn't have the correct security, they can use an OAuth token to actually access sites where they have control over. Like if someone has an OAuth token on their computer and someone exploits that OAuth token and they have root access on a server that means they can get in there what happened was the hacker broke in and there's two different things that people hack for mostly there's a third one for but that one's dead that is what i used to do back in the day and it's 
for the sheer experience and to learn. Most hackers today hack for one of two reasons. First is financial. The second is for hacktivism. 90, I think it's like 95% is financial. This was the latter. So this was not financial. The person got access into the uh, servers on guns.com. They didn't copy anything and they didn't steal any customer information. But what they did do is they started going through and deleting databases and deleting files. And it's taken guns.com a couple days to get those databases and files back up. The site's back up now. I know they have some work to do on the back end. That, and it's not done yet, but it should be done shortly. So you can order for guns.com. They have all the information. They just got to get it updated and back up and running and get your orders out. But this looks like it was definitely a targeted attack. And it was targeted, I think, probably because of political reasons. This was definitely some hacktivism stuff going on here. That brings me to what I want to talk to you guys about. If you run a server of any type, any type of website, not only do you have to watch out for like GoDaddy deplatforming you or Amazon deplatforming you or any of these other sites, but you have to watch out for things like this, like exploits. So my suggestion to all the people that run websites, and I'm going to get into the regular people in a second, but one, make sure everything's up to date. Your plugins are all up to date. I've looked at several servers over the past few days for different gun websites and gun companies and was able to use exploits to get by all the security because they updated their WordPress or updated whatever software they had, but they did not update their plugins. So I was able to get control of their site through um, the same type of exploit, probably that. I don't know what the exploit was exactly on guns.com, but... It was basically what I think probably happened with guns.com. I think it's either OAuth or plugin, but I, I don't know for sure. I have no inside information. That's just my guess. So if you run a website, make sure you take care of you of your plugins or you're, you're going to risk losing your site. The second thing you need to do is you need to back up your files. I set oh, my server to back up every night. So every night, everything gets pulled down to an off-site location. So if I get shut down by my provider, I can go somewhere else. I can be back up uh, within hours instead of days because everything is backed up to uh, an off-site location. So I can just upload everything, bam, back up and going. All right. So that's what I wanted to talk about the people who run websites. Now for the people just out there that are just the gun owners. And this is one of the reasons why I push tough so bad is because I think we're going to be deplatformed. What is that? Oh, John, what you running a Cali? What? Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, one of the things that will happen uh actually i, I my, my uh web server is um I, I run some custom software to pull down my stuff that i wrote myself um 
just because I write my own mitigation software and stuff like that. It's just what I do. Um, one of the things that, yeah, I know Callie. Um, I, yeah, I, not, not Kali Linux. Um, most of my stuff is on CineOS. But, uh, uh, CineOS is just my flavor of choice. Whatever your flavor is, is fine. But I like Cine. Um, or Ubuntu is pretty good too. If you don't really use Linux, but, uh, that's not really, too much. I like CentOS. It does what I need to do, and uh, I can run my Python script. You know, just load up the Python. Boom, Python 3.0. Yay! Um, but okay. So, what can the average gun unit gun uh, user do to protect themselves? One thing that you can do, in, and I have a deal with NordVPN that can get people discounts, is use a VPN for God's sakes, people. Use yeah, parrot cool. Yeah. Use a VPN. Doors VPN is one of the ones I like, but there's other ones out there that you can use too. There's Dashlane has their own VPN service. Also, um, you know, you have ExpressVPN and also I haven't had a chance to try it out, but uh Proton Mail now has their own VPN and they're located in Switzerland. I, I really want to test out their stuff and see how fast it is. Uh, another good benefit of VPNs is that you can actually watch Netflix from other countries. So you can pull up like the English version of Netflix and watch whatever you would want to watch over there. So with that said, use a VPN is the first step. Another step is use a password manager. I use Dashlane, but there's tons. There's LastPass. There's tons of password managers out there. What that does, it keeps a encrypted database on your computer of all your passwords. And when you log into sites, it will decrypt that file and pull the password out. The advantage of using a password manager is you can randomly generate passwords for every site you go to. So no two sites will be the same. So if one site gets compromised, which happens a lot, and we usually don't find out about sites being compromised until months later. It doesn't really affect you. All, all you need to do is change that one password. And a cool thing with Dashlane is, I'm not even sponsored by them or anything. A cool thing about Dashlane is they have a dark web monitoring. So if they find your password or username on any of the sites on the dark web, it notifies you and it says, hey, there's a breach. Also, if a company reports a breach, it notifies you. So it takes a little bit of headache out. So VPN password manager is the two biggest things if you're a gamer you might have to turn the vpn off when you game because it might slow it down but usually you don't even notice so those are the two biggest things that you can do as a gun owner a second thing i would recommend is get off the chrome crack chrome is for example um by Google, right? I don't use Chrome. I use something called um, Brave. Brave is based on the Chromium engine. When Google designed Chrome, they made it open source, so anyone can use it. So, so Brave is built on the Chromium engine. And also, this is my little circle of government thing I was going to bring up, but I didn't have time. 
Brave is actually it's a lot faster, and I actually like it better than um than Chrome. And also, uh, I use DuckDuckGo. I know GWeb's out there; he uses DuckDuckGo a lot. Let me go ahead and bring this up. So right here, this is Chromium. If you guys don't use it, there's something wrong with you. If you look right here, uh, it, it can actually tell you. Uh, I just switched to this Monday, and it's already blocked 6,108 trackers. It saved me 75.3 megabits of bandwidth. and saved me a total of six minutes. I don't really care about the bandwidth of the time, but the blockers. Look at that. That's since Monday. And I don't use this computer a lot. This is just my studio computer. 6,108 6, trackers it blocked. It's also an ad blocker too. Which is great. And a really cool thing about this. If you want, you can sign in for uh, what they call. It's like. Uh, let me see here. Let's see if we can bring it up. Uh, da, 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 where is that? Brave Rewards. Let's see, is that on there? Yeah. Brave Rewards is kind of cool because it. Uh, if you want to watch ads, you can watch ads, which I don't. And you can get paid out in BAT. BAT is a cryptocurrency that you can easily transfer to dollars. So it actually adds shares with you by you watching ads, which is kind of cool. So if you want to monetize, if you don't mind watching ads, you can go ahead and uh, and go ahead that. Also, if you are a uh, content creator, you can sign up for for uh, Brave Rewards on my site, like. Crumpy.com. I haven't done this, but I can take Crumpy.com, add that to the program. And if you like what I read there, you can tip me. You can just like go, okay, I like what you read. I'm going to give you some cash. And bam, I haven't used that, but a lot of people can. Or videos too. You can do it where people can donate directly to you from your web browser. So if you if you put up your, bat, your uh, link to your brave link and your description of your video and people like what what you're doing they can hit that link and directly through the web browser give you like a super chat type thing i think that is incredibly cool if there's any questions let me know I'll throw this out we got 15 more minutes before i go i might end it early so yeah so i use that for email i have my own email servers but if i didn't I would run um, ProtonMail. ProtonMail is located in Switzerland. There's a couple advantages to this. With everything going on in the world, they're, they're trying to hem people up on stupid shit. So if you have ProtonMail, it's located in Switzerland. Plus, it also encrypts your inbox, and it's not... And it's not scraped. Scraping means that Google goes and they look at everything you're looking at so they can target you with ads. ProtonMail doesn't do that because the inbox is encrypted. They actually can't see 
what's in your inbox. And even if the government does come after you and they do get their hands on the disk with your emails on and they, uh, well, they can't. Well, even if they had a way to break the encryption, which they don't, or they maybe do, but it's gonna, it'll be hard. Uh, they're in some Switzerland. Swiss computer laws, it's very hard to get information out of the, from Swiss uh, data centers. So it's not very likely that the government officials will be able to get your information. Now for apps. I run several. Yeah. Uh, I I I run several. Let me just turn back. You uh, can't say much more than what's in the release. Okay, um, I, I run several. I run Telegram. Telegram is really cool uh, because once again, no one can see what you're doing. Um, another program that I run is Signal. Signal is also really cool. See you, be more. Signal is cool because it allows you not only to text people encrypted text so no one else can read it. You can actually make encrypted phone calls. It's very, very secure. So I really like that as well. Those are the two programs that I use to communicate with people. Uh, Signal is what I use to get a lot of my leaks. That's how I talk to a lot of my people. Um, and Telegram is another way. Um, for social media, you have Parler, which should be coming back up, which is kind of, which is nice that it's coming back up. Um, and you have MeWe and stuff like that. But I'm going to point out something to you. They're centralized, which means they're vulnerable to big tech. The social media platform that I like a lot is uh, Minds. Minds is basically like a Facebook. Minds, you've, yep, yeah, well, good, good job, Rockstar. Uh, Minds is basically like a Facebook, but there's a couple different things with Minds. One, it's very easy to monetize. You can tip people with crypto. They have a cryptocurrency based on, they have tokens and they run a Ethereum cryptocurrency option where so you can actually tip people another thing is it's blockchain so you can't it's distributed it's not centralized so it's not going to get shut down because they can't shut it down everything needs to go to blockchain because it's, it's basically out there that they're, they're not going to they can't shut it down um another good thing right now is library tv there are a couple different issues with library tv i don't think it's ready for prime time but i hopefully it will be soon i know a lot of people go to gunstreamer full 30 but those are still centralized bit shoot and library tv is they're both on blockchain 
we're going to need to harden our systems and we're going to need to get off the centralized servers. Once we go to blockchain, they can't stop us. I think this is actually good for the community that everything is being pushed. It's pushing us this way because it gets us off our asses and gets us on blockchain and hardens us up. We got to get on board with Tusk, uh, Bitcoin, or any anything else. I like Tusk because the transaction is incredibly fast and they're building a payment gateway. But uh, we got to get together with those companies because we're going to see Operation Choke Point come back. And I think they're going to attack credit card processing. I think they're going to target it at not the processor level, but at the MasterCard Visa level, the actual card companies, the American Express MasterCard Visa Discover, all those. I think they're going to target that. Uh, I know PayPal is now, looks like they're cracking down on um, training, playing for training, safety training with PayPal. I think that's just going to happen. Um, I just bought a backpack with a pullout uh, body armor. Not that I ever use it, but, you know, it's kind of cool to have. I think I used Tusk to do that because I want to get people out there. Uh, Hank Strange and I are going to be doing a series of videos that will be talking about alternative technology and technology to help us as gun owners and what we can look forward to because they will go after credit cards and everything else. Remember, the Civil War probably started online before it starts in the real world. Uh, we've been fighting. There's a hot war going on with China, with the Internet. Uh, and it looks like there is a hot civil war going on on the internet with attacks and everything else. So with me, I think we need to diversify. All right. Thank you. I want to thank Richard Lyons for coming on. He's a pretty good guy. Knows a lot about history. He's really a scholar. Um, let me just do my plugs and I will get out of here. Today is the last day for this for this sponsorship. Uh, Black Swan Tactical, my company, will be doing the second sponsorship for the rest of January just because I don't know how often I'm about to miss some shows. But uh, check out Heavenly Natural Products. Uh, com or heavenly heavenly c60.com to get your avocado oil if you protect your health like you protect your second amendment you have to do this and remember if you use code crumpy once again code crumpy you can get 20 percent off your entire order uh i've heard our parlor is coming back uh they are moving it um, I don't know how long it's going to take. Uh, from what I'm hearing behind the scenes, they actually found a host that's willing to host them. It took a while because no one wanted to touch them. But now it looks like they finally found a host. But let me just do this. Um, Heavenly Natural C, uh, HeavenlyC60.com. Use code CRUMPY for 20% off. Also, if you visit Black Swan Tactical and use code CRUMPY, you can get 
10% off. Same with Uncle Sam's Misguided Children, 10% off for use code CRUMPY. HawaiianHouse.org, code CRUMPY for 10% off. Um, also, check out Tusk. Uh, let's see, what else? Oh, JSD Supply, which they make, .com, they make uh, 80% receivers. If you use code CRUMPY, you can get... Uh, you can get a amount off there. I'm not sure. I don't get any kickback or anything. It's just for you guys. Um, check out NordVPN at crumpy.com slash VPN. Join us over at Discord at crumpy.com slash Discord. Check out test.network. And with that said, if you go to SafeLight and use code John C, you can get some money off too. I can't remember. I think it's 10%. But yeah, I bought some of their plates. They're really good. All right, and remember, I have a Patreon. I'm trying to go over my Patreon. On my Patreon, I break stories there first. And you can go um, to patreon.com slash John Crump. And I implore you, um, let me do this first. You might get emotional with that one. Uh, gunowners.org slash box dash swan dash media. And you can get 20% off. And if you go to crumpy.com, GFM, that will... Uh, that will um, redirect you to my niece's GoFundMe. Uh, she's not doing well, so she needs your prayers. I'll be up there in a few days. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it if you could, um, things cost a lot of money, especially with kids. You really don't have like a life insurance policy on them, or impossible to get once it once it become terminal so uh we're trying to help other family um as much as possible so go there and if you can give a dollar that'd be great if you can give more that'd be great too so crumpy.com slash gfm help out my niece help me out helping out my niece uh all the poop chats and everything goes there um and there's a join button, join button below. All right, that's it for me. Um, I will be back uh, Tuesday, no show on Monday. Uh, I'll be dropping a video tomorrow, I think, and probably another video on Monday. But until then, say la vie. I will see you later, and you guys have a great night. <laughs>